Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you've noticed that prices are soaring right now, (laughs) it means you're awake and you actually are like dealing with reality in this country. Now, if you're the Biden administration, you're acting like this isn't happening. We're calling it Bidenflation because the reason why we're dealing with extreme inflation right now is directly because of the policies of the Biden administration. How bad is it? Just take a look at rent in this country right now. Rent is soaring across America. It is a 20% jump in one year. Now, the very first thing that jumped with inflation and the prices that started to rise because of Joe Biden, and I'm going to come back to rent in a moment, was gasoline. Now, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto download button and tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media. And if you would, write us a five-star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now, gasoline was the very first signal that we had a new policy and a new president. They came in, immediately shut down drilling, shut down the Keystone Pipeline, and made sure that Russia got really rich really quick. They made sure that Saudi Arabia and Iran and Iraq and all these other Middle Eastern countries and OPEC were going to make a ton of money because they decided to go back to the woke policy of green and alternative energy, the same policy we had for eight years when we had skyrocketing gas prices which is one of the main reasons why Donald Trump was elected after Obama's, because people were sick and tired of paying three, four, five dollar a gallon gas, depending on where you live around the country. And as soon as Joe Biden got elected, first we immediately saw instantly gas prices going up and then heating prices going up. Now, the heating prices didn't go up as fast as the gas prices, but now they're exactly where we are with gas. Insane. And now we have rent. That has totally gone berserk. It's called runaway inflation. And this runaway inflation is driving rents skyward across all of Joe Biden's America, delivering an average of a 20 average. Okay, that means that 50 percent are above the number that I'm about to give you, which is an average of a 20 percent increase. In the U.S. biggest 50 cities over the past 12 months, a new study shows Now, why are rent prices going up? Because the cost of labor and maintenance and everything else have gone through the roof. And so we are seeing that people are having to, and and labor costs are going through the roof. So people are having to raise the price of rent. You've got an average, meaning 50% of the the U.S. biggest 50 cities have an increase in rent prices of more than 20%. That is unsustainable. This is a tax on your paycheck. It goes back to what I said five months ago. If you made 50000 last year, you're making 45000 this year in spending power, basically, because of the price of inflation, the price of goods and services going up. You're making five grand la- less this year than you were last year, even if you have the same salary, because your buying power has disappeared. Well, think about your rent going up 20%. It's $200 a month for every $1,000 that you're spending in rent. And in half of the places, it's more than a 20% increase. 
Now, at the same time, the U.S. Census Bureau statistics show that rental vacancy rates during the fourth quarter of 2021 actually fell 5.6% because people are trying to grab houses, but the housing prices have gone through the roof. Now, to put that in perspective, that's the lowest since 1984 and the world's largest economy. The rent spike has stung wallets nowhere more than in an area in Florida called Miami. The Miami metro area where the medium rent surged to an eye-watering $2,850. That's the median rent. That is a 49.8% surge than the previous year. You rent an apartment last year, you're paying 50% more for it this year. This is unsustainable. Other cities across Florida, right, because people have been leaving these woke states, getting to freedom states like Florida, leaving California, leaving New York and New Jersey and Connecticut and all these other woke places, Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville, and the Sun Belt destinations of San Diego, Las Vegas, Austin, and Memphis all saw spikes of more than 25% during the time period. So... Even Memphis, Tennessee is up 25% during the time period of the last 12 months is rent. That's how much it's gone up. Now, you look at poor cities. Look at Vegas, okay? Look at even Orlando, Jacksonville, Memphis. When you have a 25% rent increase, think about what that does to poor people. How is that sustainable? The warnings, by the way, are now coming. And the warnings are that we are teetering on the edge of disaster because you're about to make people homeless, not because they can't afford to rent a place uh, in general, not because they don't have a job, but because they can't afford the rent as the rent is going up because their pay is not keeping up. You may have a job. You may have a job where you're making decent money, but if your rent's going up 25%, you're going to have to move. So you're either going to have to go to a higher crime, higher poverty area, or even a smaller place if you can find it. But it's unsustainable. Rent prices going up 25%. If you're a Democrat, you should really be upset about this because the Democratic Party says they're going to make life easier for you. Was your rent 25% up in the last year during any year of Trump's presidency? The answer is no. Why? Because he understood the economy and he understood how it works. He understood that inflation is bad. He understood that the number one way that you can help people, the number one way that you can help people is by making sure that you have no inflation and by also making sure that you have affordable gas prices. Let's go back to gas real quick and what we were talking about just a moment ago with natural gas, heating, oil petroleum products in general. When you start taking an extra dollar a gallon out of people's paychecks, out of their pocket when they go to fill up, that is one of the worst things you can do for a family living paycheck to paycheck. It's one of the hardest things for people to figure out how to compensate for it, how to deal with it. And then you do that, and then you raise the rent 20% or 25% or 50% like you are in Miami. You can't afford to survive. You can't even survive at this point. Forget living. It's, it, we're now in full-blown survival mode. And this is exactly what's happened because of Bidenflation. 
Boston, by the way, has now nearly overtaken San Francisco as the nation's most expensive rental market with a 27% increase in costs with properties with two bedrooms. Yeah, the Biden administration has failed to tackle high and rising inflation and now has pushed consumers to a point where they're breaking, especially the poorest. Let's look at New York City. Even in New York City, as people ran away from that city because of all their COVID measures, rent prices have increased 22.8% year over year. Los Angeles saw a bit more of a cool down because of high crime and high poverty and people leaving so fast from L.A. because of their lockdowns. But even in L.A., 14% increase year over year in rent prices. All as prices for gasoline, used cars, Food and other goods are continuing to skyrocket. We're not talking about little like 3% increases, 2% increases, 5% increases. Your paycheck, and there's a very good chance if you made 50 grand last year, your buying power this year will be under 40,000 with these inflationary increases. Across the 50 largest U.S. metro areas, medium rent rose an astonishing 19.3% from December 2020 to December 2021. So if you take out the top 50 cities and you go to to these, you know, media, you go to these other cities, you're still looking at 19.3% increase. So you add rising rents and high inflation are moving hand in hand to become one of the nation's top economic disasters. It's not even a problem anymore. It's a disaster. The Labor Department data, which covers existing rents as well as new listings, showed much smaller increases, they said. But they said, well, they are picking up. Rental costs rose 0.5% in January from December. The department said last week that was the biggest single increase in 20 years and will likely accelerate even as the Biden administration is trying to downplay. So in just one month, your rent costs, the, again, you rent an apartment in December compared to January, you're paying a half a percentage point more for rent. It's a $50 increase on a $1,000 apartment. Was 1000 last month? Now it's 1050 Next month it'll be 1100 Biggest single increase in 20 years. And the they admitted, the Labor Department admitted, it will likely accelerate throughout the year. Quote, without a lot of rental vacancy that landlords are accustomed to having, that gives them some pricing power because they're not sitting on empty units that they need to fill. But you also have a problem with people that are just not able to afford houses right now because too much of their money is going to basic needs and necessities, including putting gas in their cars, one expert said. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Now, economists are worried about the impact of rent increases on inflation because the big jumps and new leases feed into the U.S. Consumer Price Index, which is used to measure inflation. Inflation right now is a point that I think most people can't even comprehend it. Inflation jumped 7.5% in January from a year earlier. That's the biggest increase in 40 years. 40 years, four decades Now, if you think they're going to figure out how to make things better, they're not. Let me go back to what was said by Kamala Harris. 
she has come out, the same people that shut down the Keystone Pipeline, the same people that got rid of our energy independence, what has allowed for prices to skyrocket, the same exact people that made it possible for Russia to make more money than ever before off of oil and gas, and those in the Middle East that are our enemies, are now warning Americans of higher energy costs if Russia invades Ukraine. Vice President Kamala Harris acknowledged Americans will face higher energy costs in the event of Russian President Vladimir Putin sending troops into Ukraine, citing the punishing sanctions that we need to have to prepare for it when it happens. A sentence that she said in response to a basic question also barely made any sense at all. I'm going to read you her response to a question before I play it, because otherwise you're going to be totally lost. She was asked about what Americans can expect, and people in America are becoming angry over energy prices. And this is her actual response, and then I'll play it for you. She said, and and again, try to decipher what she's saying here, because it's very hard to do. Quote, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, it requires some times for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some costs. I'm sorry, what? So therefore, you're going to not have energy independence. You're not going to open up the Keystone Pipeline to protect America. You're just going to say incur the costs. That's your response to rising inflation and what's happening in Russia and Ukraine? Listen, as a reporter asks a question, and this is the response from your vice president. Can you explain to Americans what exactly will they face if, well, if this happens? Sure. As the president talked about in his speech, um, we are aware that, again, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, um, it requires sometimes for, for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some cost. And in this situation, um, that may relate to energy costs, for example. But we are taking very specific and appropriate, I believe, steps to mitigate what that cost might be if it happens. If it happens. Mitigate the costs. All right, so could you become more energy independent? Could you say at this point, hey, we need to reopen up the Keystone Pipeline and we need to fight and lower the prices to make sure that Russia, while they're invading, doesn't have a bunch of money to do it with? Could, could that be part of it? I mean, we, we just sent the vice president to stop a war with, because apparently the president doesn't know how to do that on his own. And, and the vice president is at Munich at the security conference, and she's there, and she's going to try to stop a war And she said the war in Ukraine may drive up energy costs here. We have no plan to change or alter anything we're doing in America. You're just going to have to deal with it, America. When America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, um, it requires sometimes for, for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some cost. And in this situation, um, that may relate to energy costs. That may relate to energy costs. All right, so so let's back up just for a second here and be clear. She is admitting that the policy that we're having right now is going to hurt Americans. And we have a way to fix it or fight back, but we're deliberately not doing it. And we're going to impose a significant fine on Americans so that Russia can make more money because we refuse to do the responsible thing, which is to be energy independent right now when we actually need the price of oil to go down, not just because of inflation in this country, but also to hurt Russia. 
Russia is able to do what they're doing right now because they're making record dollars off of their gas. Remember, we allowed him to have a pipeline going to Europe. And while we, when we shut down our pipeline. Now, this is the same woman that wants you to believe that we're going to have, you know, impose significant and unprecedented sanctions on Russia, which I don't believe. And you are going to pay for it. We're not going to change our policy to make the Russians pay. No, 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 no. You're going to pay for Russia's actions in Ukraine. You as Americans are going to pay for this. Now, 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 to be clear, I understand America making sacrifices, and sometimes we spend money to protect ourselves in the world, right, in, in, in an act of war. If we have to buy airplanes and missiles and a- ammo and guns and train a military and build up and all those things after 9-11, I understand incurring that expense. We're not going to war with anybody. Russia's going to war with Ukraine, and we're going to be punished financially because we refuse to do the responsible thing and become energy independent. They refuse to admit they've made a mistake. It would be easy for this administration to come out, and it would be easy for this administration to say, we've got to change things, right? We have to, we've got to do things differently here. We're going we're gonna to make sure that we don't allow them to make a lot of money off of us because of our policy decisions. We could do that. We could have that conversation. You know, even Politico and the, and the woke people on ABC this week, they were having a conversation about Biden. And they are now having to admit what I've been telling you and what the American people are feeling. Like, they're having to admit that when Biden said inflation was temporary, it's not. And it's only gotten worse since he said it. As, you know, Democrats, a lot of them have been frustrated with, you know, President Biden going out there and saying inflation is, quote, transitory. Like, it's just temporary. It's going to go away. And it's been months now. It's only gotten worse. You know, there was an interview, you know, just a few days ago where he attacked Lester Holt, calling him a wise guy for just asking questions that American voters, whether they be Democrats, independents or Republicans, are asking is, what are you going to do about inflation? And so he does have to do things for frontliners who are up in 2022 and who are saying we need to tout our accomplishments like infrastructure, what we've done so far with the pandemic, but he's really got to be careful not to sound tone deaf like he has for the past several months when it comes to this inflation issue. But you know, the music. I I love this tone deaf. He is absolutely tone deaf. I don't think he cares, or maybe he doesn't even know. You want to compare it to Donald Trump? Representative Jason Smith put it this way when he was asked about inflation right now. Democrats have been focused on their partisan agenda while the check engine light of the Biden economy has been on and flashing bright. Inflation rose faster in Joe Biden's first year in office than President Trump's entire first term. Democrats first denied inflation existed. You denied today and said that it's only temporary in some cases and then dismissed it as transitory. Even members of this committee, like you, Mr. Chairman, um, said panicking over inflation was uninformed and misguided. Economists warned for months of the impact that reckless government spending would have on inflation. What did Democrats do? They spent $2 trillion in the president's bailout bill. He's right. That's a member of Congress saying this. But this is a president that's like, oh, it's going to be fine. And I think it's because he doesn't care. I really do. You know, Senator Warren, by the way, is trying to do a Jedi mind trick on you right now. She actually said that this is not the policy faults of the Biden administration, even though everybody now is clearly admitting that it is. She actually slammed companies for raising prices and saying, well, we shouldn't let them, quote, hide behind inflation, acting like inflation isn't real. 
Now, now either she's willfully ignorant or totally incompetent or flat out stupid or she's just a liar because Democrats somehow believe that they can always turn the hardworking people that, that create things and create companies into the bad guys. Every time they need to dunk on somebody to get out of jail, they're like, well, let's just blame big business or big tech or big industry or, or whatever it is. Right. Let's just blame them all. And I guess this is what they're going to run on. Well, this is really the problem of the private sector because they're hiding behind a little bit of inflation. How much is it? It's more inflation than we've seen in the last 40 years. I turned 40 this year. In my entire lifetime, we've never seen inflation like we've seen it right now. 7.5% inflation the last year alone. And what does Senator Warren say? Well, it's really the companies that are raising the prices. We shouldn't let them hide behind inflation, which is just not true. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Now, you might think inflation would also be bad for companies. After all, an increase in the cost of doing business would likely eat into a company's bottom line. But that's not happening. In fact, the CEOs of some of the biggest companies have been bragging to their investors that inflation has created a terrific opportunity for them to boost profits. Take the grocery chain, Kroger. Kroger has seen its business boom during the pandemic, with its stock price rising nearly 40% over the past year. By the way, you want to know why? And this is the part that really irks me. Kroger's profits have gone up, and their stock has, quote, boomed because people can't afford to go out and drive around and eat out. People are going to the grocery store. And they're having to pay premium for the food they're getting, and the prices of meat and all these things have gone up. And so they've been able to make more money because they have more people shopping now than they had before. Fewer people going out, which means you're eating home more, which means you need more food at home to cook. It's not hard to figure this out. But no, no, no. Elizabeth Warren wants you to hate Kroger. Kroger's CEO recently told investors that, quote, a little bit of inflation is always good in our business, end quote. It is. Because when the price of goods go up and people stop going out to eat, they buy more food at the grocery store to cook at home. If you've ever taken any lesson in economics, and Elizabeth Warren, I have a feeling, is not this dumb. She would know that it, that is why he's saying inflation is good for our business. Kroger's business, any grocery store's business is going to be better when inflation is going up because that means that people are staying home more. They're doing more things from home. So any business... That makes money from people staying home during inflation. It's going to increase their profits because they have more customers buying more stuff because they're not going out. So, Dr. Boucher, would you agree that it's easier for companies like Kroger to raise prices in an inflationary environment because consumers are generally aware that prices are going up and that lets companies hide behind inflation to expand their profits? This is, this, you, is, this, is the, this is your expert. This is the woman that's supposed to be fighting inflation who doesn't understand how inflation is good for a grocery store because it changes the buying patterns of Americans. 
the way that I just described it. Now, she's also not stopping there. She's going after Elon Musk, saying, what's, you know, Elon Musk is Tesla CEO. He didn't pay any taxes. Not true, by the way. Elon Musk has a multi-billion dollar anticipated tax bill for 2021. But she's angry because she's claiming he paid zero taxes. Take a listen to part of this conversation from Fox on this issue. War rages on between the white man and the Native American. Elon Musk now firing back at Cherokee Princess Elizabeth Warren over her calls to seize his wampum. It started Monday when the Massachusetts Democrat tweeted, quote, Let's change the rigged tax code so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop stop freeloading off everyone else. Yesterday, Musk replied, please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen, (laughs) adding, if you opened your eyes for two seconds, you would realize I will pay more taxes than any American in history this year. So is taking more of Elon Musk's money and putting it in the hands of government bureaucrats, the answer to America's problems. The, pro- the answer is, of course, if you're a Democrat, yes. But when Tesla's CEO fires back at Elizabeth Warren, who claimed that he paid zero taxes in 2018, and he says, no, 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 I'm going to pay more taxes than any other American in history. She said, Warren said on Sunday, Elon Musk, in 2018, we've actually seen your tax returns. You know how much he paid in taxes? One of the richest people in the world, zero. She goes, Musk paid no federal income taxes in 2018. Musk reportedly lives off loans he takes from Tesla shares that he owns through stock options. Musk responded to a Twitter post that quoted part of Warren's claim, but admitted the reference to 2018. You know how much Elon Musk paid in taxes? One of the richest people in the world? Zero is what she wrote. We'll visit IRS next time I'm in D.C. Just say hi since I paid the most taxes ever in history for an individual last year, Musk replied. Maybe I can have a cookie or something. But Senator Warren's got to keep pushing this narrative out there that it's all the problem of the, of the rich people. That's the problem. For 2021, Musk said he anticipated spending more in taxes than some countries make in a year. He will pay over $11 billion. $11 billion, Bloomberg News is reporting. And he could face a bill of more than $10 billion if he exercises stock options as well this year. Bloomberg News reported that the sum could be the largest individual payment to the IRS in history of the IRS. Oh, but Elizabeth Warren wants you to believe that Elon Musk some evil rich person, and it's his fault and Kroger's fault that the, ta- the prices of goods are going up. Can't be their fault. No, 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 no. Can't be. NASDAQ, by the way, recently published a report that listed countries with a projected lowest gross domestic product in 2021. Guess what? He's going to pay more in taxes than the GDP in South Sudan, Somalia, Mozambique. Mozambique's projected GDP is $13.96 billion in 2021. Musk said, stop projecting, he wrote in response, linking to a 2019 opinion piece from political consultant Bradley Blackman, which classifies Warren as a fraud following her claims of Native American ancestry, just reminding her of how full of crap she actually is. Now, I go back to the point I was saying a moment ago about Bidenflation. This is a disaster. One of the best headlines was this, Bidenflation. 
Consumer prices surged 7% worse since 1982. U.S. inflation out of control, the highest level in nearly 40 years in December, underscoring the high and rising inflation that has been the hallmark of the first year of Joe Biden's presidency. The hallmark, folks, like this is everything. This is where we are in inflation. It's everything. You can try to screw with us, right? Now, Biden's economic advisor even was so stupid, she at a forum two days ago said this about inflation. Think more about that. Um, but we know that we need to get inflation under control. There is no question about it. I think that the number one way that the president uh, needs to be focused on and we all need to be focused on is getting this pandemic under control. Thank because you, this is all driven by the pandemic. Oh, yes. Got to be the pandemic. Can't be lack of energy independence. No, no. Let's blame it all on COVID. It's amazing how we just got full circle, right? So it's not. And and here's my question to the left. So is it Elizabeth Warren slamming companies for raising prices? Is it corporate America and greed? Because Biden's economic advisor just contradicted her saying, no, no, this is all driven by the pandemic. And remember, you can always go back. Right. And just blame everything on covid. Now, did covid shut down the Keystone pipeline? No, it didn't. Covid did not shut down. The Keystone pipeline. Did COVID stop the drilling offshore? No, it didn't. The leasing of offshore drilling? No, it didn't. So COVID didn't do that. Here's my other question. Why is inflation not what it is in other countries compared to America right now if everybody dealt with a pandemic? You know, Democrats have no idea how to answer these questions. I'll give you an example. Democrat Representative Clark was asked about inflation, and her response was, and this is a real response, it's not Saturday Night Live. She decided to talk about a woman getting her home weatherized through the American Rescue Plan. So you paid for some woman's home to get winter weatherized, winterized, right? Sealed up. You paid for that. Listen. Do so, so back to the initial question, do your constituents feel that any progress is being made to address the, these really significant issues like rising inflation? Let me tell you about uh, a woman that I met just a few days ago named Susan, who through the American Rescue Plan had her house weatherized. And this was critical to her reducing her energy costs. She is already. I mean, right there, any decent reporter would jump in and go, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let this like there's millions of Americans that are watching right now. And you're going to tell me that the American Rescue Act helped a woman get her home weatherized through the American Rescue Plan, and so her heating costs are down. So don't worry about inflation. That's your response. That's the story you're going to say. As a, as a member of Congress, as a Democrat, Representative Clark, who is supposed to be looking out for the people, this is the best answer you've got right now. He's saving $50 each and every month because of this weatherization. By the way, all right, let's just take her number at face value. This woman she's talking about who was able to weatherize her house through the American Rescue Plan is saving $50 a month on her costs for heating and AC and everything else. If her rent went up 20% average, maybe even 30%, depending where she lives, or 40%, depending on where she lives, does the $50 fix the problem? Because that's what you're implying, is that you guys have figured this out through weatherization of homes. If she goes to the grocery store and she can't afford groceries does it matter if she saved fifty dollars at home 
on weatherizing your house. This is their answer. This is how out of touch the Biden team and all the congressmen senators are around them. Well, there's a woman that weatherized her house and saved $50 a month, so that should fix all your problems. That is exactly the work that we're doing. Let's put the American family and the challenges they're facing front and center. That is the challenge that we're tackling. Okay. I'm, I'm glad to know that this is what I can expect from you. Weatherize your house, folks, and that's it. Just weatherize your house. This is why these elections coming up are going to be so important. This is why. All right, make sure you download our podcast or hit that auto-download subscribe button so you can listen to the show each and every day. Please share this episode on social media so more people can hear it and expose the Biden administration for what they actually are, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.